Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. As the buy round, heading into it by Stilesy on this week's pod, and it certainly was. It had a bit of a, a crazy old feel to it. Inclement weather. Um, if you were down south in Sydney, I hope everyone's doing safely down there. But games were just messy. Even today's this afternoon's game was just an absolute scrap fest in the wet. Uh, sharks and eels there. Uh, much different story up on the coast here, the Gold Coast here. The Titans getting the job done over my boys, thirty to ten. Um, yeah, absolute chalk and cheese in terms of weather. But for me, it was just as bleak as it was down in Sydney, having to uh, check the score on that one there. But uh, JT here for the Sunday wrap for round 13. Uh, as we said, a bit of a crazy old week. Uh, a lot of big scores getting around uh, some of the bigger name players, but a lot of flops. So trying to select one for flopper of the week this week was a, a bit of a challenge. A lot of guys going definitely unders. Uh, let's do a kick around the grounds in terms of super coach. So Personally finished pretty uh, pretty well, 13-26 before the last couple of games update, uh, which I'm pretty happy with. Definitely uh, uh, got a bit of luck there with a few players uh, outside of Captain Cam Munster going down injured. That didn't help proceedings, but um, definitely avoided some of the carnage that other guys unfortunately copped this week. So 13-20, seems to be winning 10 out of 10 leagues. So doing quite well there, thankfully. We'll wait to see what happens on on Monday. But uh, one of those leagues, shout out to Rory from the Leon Bond Cup, Leon Bot Cup, I should say, who who played uh, Willie Army over Zach Lomax in his 103 points this week. So not sure what was going around there, champion, but uh, might have been some silly buggers with your team right before lockout. But uh, that'll get you was the difference in the end hoping for others out there listening you might not have had that sort of luck but uh yeah tough work there rory uh but looking around a lot of 1100s but a lot of 1200s it looks like was the the pass sort of score for the week so a lot of players getting up into that um 1200 mark and depending on how updates go and that sort of thing should see a little bit of an increase so maybe 1250 or so looks to be about the score that you want to land on if you're hoping for some green arrows up the rankings as we head into the back end of the year it's not even that far away a couple of months and we're almost uh in the uh yeah pretty much finals so i might bring back the unpopular opinion segment of the week for for one time only uh sponsored by the north queensland cowboys and the brisbane broncos this time around but uh season off can we just call it off absolutely done i don't think either of our uh, supporters our teams would really care if there was no more nrl for the rest of the year it has just gone from bad to worse on the field for us and for the broncos off the field as well geez aren't they running into some strife bikies barbers um yeah just not a good not a good time up here in in bronco land can't even enjoy it because my own side's doing horrendously but um 
Definitely unpopular opinion of the week, I'm sure, for other fans, but I uh, would love just to see the, the season called off. God, it's been an absolute sh- absolute debacle, but um, oh, at least I've got Supercoach to, uh, to tide me over. Flopper of the week, let's uh, – well, actually, no, we'll go rocker, flopper, shocker of the week, and then our trade fail. So I wanted to jump the gun and, and get to uh, the flopper there, but might as well sing the praises of uh, gun fullback so far this week. Kalen Ponga, rocker of the week, without a doubt, 172 points. Uh, if you traded him or were looking to trade him, it uh, would have been an absolute disaster this week if you pulled the trigger because he's definitely just – Burst out of the gates on Saturday night there against the Tigers. Strolled through for a couple of tries. Set up about three of his own. It was vintage Ponga. Uh, we know what he can do. He did this earlier in the year and then everyone jumped on. Had a bit of a, a down couple of couple of games there. Um, yeah, fell out of favour relatively with a, a few super coaches. And yeah, many were trying to play a bit cute and, and move Ponga on and, and all that sort of thing. But he's shown exactly why he's a premium fullback option in the NRL and Supercoach. Be interesting if he can pull a couple of games like that together, but definitely what you want to see from your your fullback there from Ponga. Uh, speaking of fullbacks, flopper of the week, I was about to jump the gun on him, Tedesco, Jimmy Tedesco, 47 points. His lowest hit-up runs for the season, so just 23 points in hit-ups. I think 10 uh, runs over eight metres, which is criminally low for, for Teddy, and we know what he can do. So I'm not sure what was going on there. He um, wasn't – I mean, the Dragons were sort of kicking, kicking away from him and that kind of thing, but he wasn't really floating around the, the middle too much. There were a few offloads going around, so surprising not to see Teddy latch onto a few of them. But um, for the fact he's 900-odd K, whatever he is, 850 these days, 47 points. Um, Thursday night game did not get uh, those who might have captained him would have been a horrible start to their week, but uh, Teddy forty-seven, and that's it. There's a few flops this week, so very, uh, yeah, hotly contested award that one. Shocker of the week, the guy who came out of nowhere. Um, I should have practiced this one. I wrote it down, but uh, I'll give it my best shot. Uh, Hamole Olokoatu from the uh, Manly Sea Eagles. Apologies for the pronunciation there, but ninety-one points uh, for the big Ola there. Uh, just seventeen points total in his last two games. So stormed over for a try. I think Sparky, one of my mates, had him for any time. Which, uh, yeah, a nice little bankroll for your Friday night there. But um, for yeah, Hamole, fantastic effort for you there, champion. And finally, the trade fail of the week. So we talked about people getting a bit cute with Kalen Ponga and moving him on. How about getting that cute that you're going to trade him out to? Ch- Charlie Staines, <laughs> the second game rookie who is now injured. 36 people made that very move. So this week was every reason not to do that trade. We know that Charlie Staines is going to come back and be, you know, he's going to have that break even of negative 160, whatever it is, but it wasn't this week. So I don't know what uh, those people were doing, but 36 of you traded out Ponga before his 172 to big Charlie Staines. So that might sting for a little while, but um, yeah, not sure you'll be playing the game much longer if you're making those trades. Uh, injuries, the suspension news coming out of round 13. Let's go through the suspensions. A couple here, um, not really super coach relevant, but Lockie Lewis, high tackle, one to two weeks. Um, yeah, tried to take Munster's head off at uh, one stage there on the sunny coast. So he'll uh, miss a week with an early guilty plea or two if he takes it to the judiciary and fails. Jack Hetherington, similarly, high tackle, four to five weeks. He absolutely decked Marty Tapao. It was not a good look and surprised to only see him uh, off for 10, I think it was, in that game. So not a not a send-off. I think the send-off is absolutely dead if that sort of uh, that sort of effort is not going, uh, yeah, seeing 
Hetherington out for the full game, but uh, he'll be out for four to five weeks. Not that it does Manly too much good, but um, yeah, the young kid, he's got a, a bit of aggression. He might just have to rein it in. Uh, from Thursday night's game, Jackson Ford for the Dragons put out uh, put out a leg and tripped up Luke Carey on his way to the line. He's going to see out three weeks, which yeah, looking at that was surprising. If it was a bigger name player, and I thought, was it Mitch Moses or... Um, Oh, mate, Corey Norman that love a trip. Uh, we know Josh Reynolds stars as well. And I don't think they ever got that many weeks. I thought it was a fine these days, but uh, grade three trip for Jackson Ford. So I think it's just the fact he's not a big name. He's uh, now going to see out for three weeks for the trip. And, geez, hasn't COVID been in the news for a lot of bad reasons in terms of the NRL here? Wayne Bennett was the first one uh, having dinner with his uh, better half there, not uh, aware of the rules, supposedly. Uh, even Anthony Seabold having to stay down now in Sydney to sort out a family matter. He's uh, going to be isolated for a couple of weeks. And TPJ, Pangai Jr., who, um, yeah, he's, if he's not suspended for something he's done on the field, he's suspended now for something he's done off, um, hanging around bikey barbers down in Sydney. Uh, not Seems to be a, a fair bit of story there, but uh, the story for TPJ anyway is that he's gone for two weeks. So that will sting for any owners out there. He was a pretty good pod for, for a while. He's quietened down and, uh, yeah, that's just absolute face pump material, that one, TPJ. Injuries for this week. Well, the big one we talked about, Cam Munster, two to three weeks with an MCL. He was Captain Cam for me this week. He was flying out of the box to 60-odd points uh, in the first half sitting on a triassist field goal, that sort of stuff. And they got decked in the, the second half by Lachlan Lewis and then, uh, yeah, awkwardly fallen on by Josh Jackson in the tackle there. So two to three weeks for an MCL. Um, yeah, I'm not sure what you do there. Two weeks wouldn't be worth a trade-out unless there's a really good option. But, um, yeah, definitely if you've got the SJ and Cleary combo, you can probably just ride those guys out until uh, Munster's back. I think they've got a pretty good run heading into the back end of the year and a tough one over the coming weeks. I think Roosters and Eels. So, yeah, maybe a, a somewhat a blessing in disguise if he's missed those uh, couple of tough games. But he'll be back for the run home. Billy Walters, bad news today for him. He's out for six to nine months of an ACL injury. So horrible news for the young kid. He was just getting his start. Uh, pushed back to the bench this week, coming on uh, for about 20-odd minutes. But, um, yeah, in that time, done his ACL and MCL. So horrible news for him. Wish him all the best with his recovery. For Manly, they had to do it without their prop forwards on Friday night. And, it, uh, yeah, it might have got them in the end. Marty Tapao went off. Uh, after playing 52 minutes straight, he went off for an HIA and did not come back. Uh, a horrible tackle there by Hetherington saw his night over. And Adam from Blake, he was on the park for only about 15, 20 minutes or so. He's done his posterior cruciate ligament, PCL, two to three weeks is the early quote there, but awaiting scans for the results there. Thursday night, Tarek Sims, shoulder burner, possibly shoulder sprain. Not sure what the grading will be there. Could be uh, back next week, could be as out as long as four or six. So watch the uh, scan results come in. There, the I guess the only super coach relevance there, you might have Fui Moana floating around. He won't be scoring uh, 10s or 15s, he's probably scoring 30 or 40 now that he's uh, probably going to get Tarek's starting spot again. Harry Grant in the news there, obviously this week he was a, yeah, very much a surprise out. He's uh, three to four weeks away now. They've just updated his uh, prognosis, or yeah, prognosis, I think it is, uh, three to four weeks with his knee injury there. Uh, a couple of other, other ones coming out. Jake Avrillo, hip strain. So I think the yet to confirm results there, but tough luck for anyone that still owns Avrillo there. He's gone for at least a couple of weeks. And Saliva Havili done his tricep. Uh, could be two to six weeks. Not sure on the grading there as well. Wait for Monday updates there. But um, yeah, poor Raiders. They just cannot keep a healthy side on the park at the moment. Let's take a quick break and then come back and do the round the grounds for each of the eight games. Hi. 
This is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ. The future isn't scary, not realizing its potential, however, could be. Just like on the recruiting trail, I've seen potential come in many forms as a coach. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. All righty, we're back here to go through the eight games, some of the good and bad coming out. Dragons getting done by the Roosters here, 16 points to 24. Let's go through the good, and right at the top of the list, Zach Lomax had a very poor week last week, uh, not much going his way, and obviously stormed back in this one here. 103 with two tries. Uh, it didn't look good after his first try, so Ryan Hall hung onto his leg, twisted a bit in the tackle once he'd gotten over the line. He wasn't happy about it, and yeah, he thought uh, it could be night over given the way he was clutching at the knee, but thankfully, again, Played on. It's it's heavily strapped up, so it could be an issue going forward. But in any case, Lomax was on fire in this game. If you've uh, traded him out, rage trade after last week, or even might have sat him on the pine. Shout out Rory. Uh, yeah, you've definitely not uh, done yourself a service there. 103 points, fantastic effort, and he just keeps on keeping on. So definitely a play to see the year out. Cam McInnes, 99 points. Probably a dubious little try assist to this one here. If you've uh, you've got him, you're happy with these unicorns there. But um, I don't particularly own him, and well, I don't own him. And I, I went back and had a look at this one, and uh, yeah, couldn't really see how they gave it to him. He was involved in a in the lead up play to that initial Lomax try, and they've uh, somehow seen he's done enough to get himself twenty points there with an assist. But uh, anyone that owns him, you'll you'll absolutely take that. And again, he's bounced back after a quiet ish couple of weeks. Played at uh, hooker mostly in this game here, but um, yeah, he was uh, he was pretty handy out there. Getting heavily involved so definitely uh worth hanging on to him if maybe if you switched him up this week for cam smith or harry grant you've uh yeah done a, a decent job there cam mckinnis well done luke Carey returned to form with a 98 uh, including a try and a try assist so he was uh he's been a bit quiet at, at stages this week this year he's had a two out of three of his last games were below 30 so definitely in a quiet patch and anyone that's held on to him was duly rewarded here but a real powerhouse in this game here and a fantastic trade-in if you've made that call this week was uh, Takayaho, 92 points and 80 minutes. I played the full game out. He was an absolute beast here. Two offloads, five tackle busts, 44 hit-up points. That's um, absolute gun material there. Uh, and, of course, kicking, goal kicking without uh, Kyle Flanagan. So interested to see how long Flano is out. But um, definitely another string to Takayaho's bow. And in his post-match, post-match interview, he was talking about how he had to um, take the side by the scruff of the neck and lead them with a few of their outs. So definitely a, a huge effort by him. Well done to anyone who jumped on. Uh, another few goods here for the centers. Joey Manu, 76, a couple of tries, and Orbo Gun, 75. So he was definitely a interesting play a couple of weeks ago when he was 250-odd K. Got a starting role with uh, Angus Crichton out and shifted to the the centers, you thought. Maybe he's due for a 30 or 40, but again, just strolled over. So he's in a rare try-scoring form, big Orbo Gun. So fantastic stuff for anyone that jumped onto him. He's just going to soar in price, and I think he'll uh, probably move back uh, depending on whether Boyd Cordner's back at some stage, I think they'll they'll shift him 
back to second row to take over Tupanua anyway. Um, and yeah, they'll, they'll find another center there. But, um, for now, anyway, we'll be going doing fantastic things. Some of the bad from this game we mentioned, flopper of the week, James Desco, just 23 hit up points by far his lowest total of the year. So I think he, he normally averages around 30 or 40. So, uh, definitely well below par for him. Not sure what it was, just, yeah, wasn't heavily involved. Got an early try assist out to, uh, to Orbo, but uh, outside of that, heavily, just not involved. So if it was a, if you jumped on him early and didn't use the VC on him, it was a very tough watch. Um, bit of a waste of a captaincy, especially this week. I would have thought most people um, or a lot of people would have had uh, very few options. So the, the VC loop was very much in play unless you've had an absolute AE nightmare on the bench. But uh, if not, probably, yeah, lesson learned going forward. Um, that early captaincy can sometimes sting you. But um, anyway, live and learn. And no one else really super coach relevant in the bads there. So let's move on to Manly getting done by the Warriors, 22 points to 26. Fantastic effort by the Let's Go On Warriors. Uh, two wins in a row for them, and they just keep going from strength to strength under Todd Payton, despite everything going on. Uh, the coach basically saying he's, he's knocked back the offer midweek and um, you know, RTS struggling and Blake Green moving out midweek as well to go to the Knights. Everything just points to a Warriors crumble, and they just yeah managed to find a way. They've... Uh, got a, a bit of grit about them that they don't normally have so fantastic stuff for the Warriors and their fans the good here Gerbo 90 points and yeah, I've got to say I didn't talk about him in the, the lead up to this week as a second row option that people people could bring in we were going through some of the lists there we talked about the likes of Cam Murray and that kind of thing but Gerbo very much uh, underrated play here 90 points he was given an assist for an offload that led to a try in the second half, I think it was. It could have gone to DCE, but um, yeah, occasionally it was, a, it was a pretty handy offload that ended up um, assisting enough in the try, I guess. Uh, DCE did throw a long cutout ball, so surprised not to see him get awarded it. But uh, anyway, you'll you'll again take that sort of uh, yeah unicorns when you can if you've got them. It uh, will not go your way all the time. So Gerbo, 90 points, a lot of base as well. He's been uh, going great guns over the last couple of weeks. So definitely one on my uh, not so much never again list after last year, but he was just, yeah, a bit flat last season. But now without his brother, he's uh, gone from strength to strength. So good stuff. Any Gerbo owners? Um, 40 tackles, no misses. Good stuff. Marty to power 75 points in 52 minutes. Uh, we, yeah, set up the top. He played the first 52 entirely, but for having to go off for an HIA, got decked by uh, Hetherington. So what could have been if he had have stayed on that park? 75 points. He was uh, he was building to possibly a ton. So that would have been huge for anyone that owns him. Jastavanga, though, interesting one here. 73 points from 50 minutes, almost all base. So that's exactly what people expected bringing Jazz in this week. It was a call a lot of people ended up going with he was uh two games no four games back into his uh long-awaited injury return and uh yeah again 50 minutes is is not huge and that's probably where he's going to sit in this rotation so i don't think you're going to see too much but geez if he's banging out points per minute of you know 1.2 1.3 based on that that's that's fantastic stuff you can bring that in uh, any day of the week. So if you've uh, already made the move and, and traded out Cam or, or Harry Grant and put Tavanga there, you can easily flip him down to second row when when uh, Cam Smith is back and, and ride Tavanga out to see the year. He's uh, definitely looking the goods there. Um, DCE, 75 points, probably deserved a ton. As we said, Jerbo got the, the try assist for one there. Two try contributions for DCE. 
So again, heavily involved without uh, without Turbo. It just seems to be where he uh, he leads the side around and gets all these attacking stats. So uh, might get uh, maybe two or three more weeks without Turbo. So anyone that owns him can rest easy there. He's been going great. Tohu 69, Alel, uh, just 75 minutes here. Again, a, a weird sort of five-minute stint on the sidelines in the second half there. Not sure what, um, what the plan is there, if it's just managing his minutes. He's been getting through a lot of work this year, so... Uh, literally all base from from Tohu, so not um, not helped along by a try this week, but uh, definitely taking sixty nine, and hopefully that's uh, that's sort of the the bottom uh, of his output potential. So with Tavanga there taking a lot of points off him through the middle there, it's nice to see Tohu still still hitting those sort of scores. There means we can target other fires to put out. Some of the bad here for the game, AFB, we mentioned 16, had to go off with an injury. Uh, Katoa, Eli Katoa, scored a try and only got 41 points. So decent upgrades because he was sitting on about 30. Um, I think it was, yeah, that was about 30 just after uh, lockout there after the the game had finished. So 61 minutes from him. I think he went off with an injury in the second half. So uh, without the try there, that's a pretty ordinary score. But um, anyhow, uh, 41 is definitely not the worst score I've seen this week from the likes of them. So good stuff. Uh, moving on, Rabideau's, dra- Rabideau's getting the job done over the Broncos. 28 points to 10. Uh, it was a shocking game by the Broncos here. Some very, very easy tries let through. And I wish I could uh, say that my side was defending better, but uh, Sunday afternoon was not much not much more chop. But anyway, the good in this game here, Adam Reynolds, 81 points. So I had a horrible uh, negative four a couple of uh, weeks ago was it last week and bounced back in a big way here. He was uh, steering the side, Rabideau's side around with a plum, uh, nailing goals, all that sort of stuff. So 81 points for A-Ray, very much a pod option, but uh, he does have his fanboys in this game. Well done to them. And Payne Haas, 79 points in 80 minutes, tried to get stuff going through the middle there. Um, just not the same Payne Haas of last year at even the start of the season. Maybe it's just the uh, the minutes wearing, uh, you know, zapping the juice out of his legs or whatever it might be, all the goings on at the club. But whatever it is, Payne Haas just not as effective as previous uh, games, I guess. But um, 79 points, definitely uh, not, yeah. Yeah, you're happy with that if maybe you go on the pod captaincy route with him. But uh, either way, it's still a handy enough score. And David Fafita, 79 points, including a try. So initially in the first half, he was very quiet. I think about 20, 25 points maybe at half time. But after the second half resumed, he targeted Cody Walker in that line, broke through for a try, um, offload as well on in the second half so he was uh looking very much like he'd shaken off the rust in that first half and bounced back I'd still be wary given he uh what is it 30 odd points out of that 79 came from that one play um but again that's what he can do so if you're, you're banking on the broncos to sort of turn it around or at least for feeder to, to lead some sort of resurgence for them uh you might be backing him in but uh yeah definitely a wait and watch for him uh, who else we got? Latrell, 63 points. Relatively involved in this one here. A little less lazy Latrell than previous. Uh, try assist and a long-range line break for him. And he almost outpointed Teddy here. He got 22 hit-up points. Normally gets absolutely flogged in that uh, respect by James Tedesco, but this week he was just one point off. So, yeah, maybe not so much lazy Latrell this week. Some of the bad here, Let's. Uh, there's quite a few that I've got on my list. A lot of uh, guys that haven't quite lived up to their potential. Cam Murray, 53 points, played on an edge the whole game here. So that didn't, uh, didn't help his output. He was still relatively dangerous and 
did some work through the middle as well, particularly defensively. But again, just not uh, not explosive Cam Murray of, of years past. So it would have been a tough... I was looking at him this week as well. I thought the matchup was pretty good. Not great weather, but uh, he does come up against us next week. And he absolutely carved us up last year. I have visions of it happening yet again. So uh, interesting if... Anyone's still going to look at Cam Murray after after 53? A little disappointing, but if he's back at lock and working through the middle, he could be a good shout for this week. Damien Cook, meanwhile, 49, and that was on a break even of about 160. So he is going to absolutely free fall in terms of price. He got the uh, – could have been more, though. He got the last touch uh, – or he was the last touch for a couple of their tries. Didn't get a single point for it, though. So he uh, tapped the ball to Mark Nichols, who strolled through some awful defense from the Broncos, and then passed the ball to uh, Tom Burgess, who scored uh, his first try in quite a while, I think it is. But, uh, yeah, just sort of shoveled the ball on at the line. I've seen him given before, so interesting not even to see a, a TC four points there. But, um, yeah, owners will not have been happy with that effort, particularly anyone who's captained him. I know he's quite popular this week. A few of the um, few of the young Legends boys a little upset in <laughs> on the Saturday morning, that one, when they saw some of the scores come through. But, uh, yeah, Damien Cook, 49 points. Jeez, if you're, you're buying a, a bargain priced uh, Damien Cook for this week against the Cowboys. Could be a good shout, but um, again, just not kicking on. Thought he would, but it's uh, he's taken his sweet time. Paddy Carrigan, 43 points in 43 minutes. This one was pretty bad. Uh, I guess maybe saved by the news coming out today with TPJ going out for a couple of weeks there. It was looking like he is going to be the the loser, I guess, in the rotation now that Fafida's back. TPJ is healthy and not getting suspended until today, obviously. But, uh, yeah, 43 points in 43 minutes. And it looked like an HIA late. It was about oof, 10, 15 minutes to go, and they, he just sort of walked off the, off, the, uh, off the dead ball line and looked like an HIA. But apparently, I think it was just a hooking. So he uh, gave away a couple of penalties in the the second half there, crucial penalties at that stage, and it might have been Seeds just hooking him. So uh, again, Carrigan getting a a lot of work done in the time on field, but that time might be shortening. Hopefully with uh, TPJ out, it might boost those those minutes back up to the 60-65 mark, which we want to see. But yeah, it might be holding fire on that trade out. Um, It'll be an easy one to do. He's a rage trade candidate with that score, but uh, just hang on to him. Given his dual flexibility and um, role in the sides yet to be firmed. So he's a, he's a watch for mine. Another bad here, Tony Staggs had a bit of a tough week. Zero involvement on in the game and, uh, yeah, couldn't get much going for the Broncos. 28 points for him. Cody Walker, 41. He was close to a few attacking stats, but, um, yeah, just caught on the last or, or the player he fed it to was just dragged down, that sort of thing. Um, yeah, again, could have been anything, but that's a, a standard Cody Walker game. He's a bit of rocks and diamonds, old Cody. Saturday's first game, Storm 41 getting the job done over the Dogs 10. So it was a, another game in Queensland with fantastic weather. So very much a uh, chalk and cheese with Sydney this weekend, but uh, sunny coast was sunny indeed. And some of the good here, Nico Hines, 102 points. Don't they just have this weird fullback um, revolving door of just players that can come in and absolutely gun it? Uh, every other side has to look at this and just be so jealous. But uh, Nico Hines, I think he's played a couple of bench games. He's definitely um, not their first choice fullback for sure but he's come on 102 points taken over from Pappy 
Pappy. A lot of owners of Pappy or former owners might be asking where those points were when, when Pappy was there on the reg, but uh, fantastic effort by Nico Hines there. And Kenny Bromwich, 94 points. Uh, Wilfred owns him, so one of the few calls that have gone Wilf's way this year. So uh, fa- good to see for Wilf there. Kenny Bromwich getting a couple of tries here. Uh, heading into this game, he uh, scored a 64, 86, and 66. So he's been in a bit of a rich vein. So if you've jumped on him, I think for that Titans game was the start of that run there. If you've jumped on at that point, he was very low, 370-odd K. So he's uh, definitely firm back up to that um, sort of mid-range uh second row option that he was to uh to start the year he'd fallen a fair bit away but uh looks to be bouncing back now uh some of the other good josh had a car 72 points two tries um so he scored two against the broncos and scored similarly as well in this case it was a, an intercept and then that long range uh kick at the death so i think it was jerome hughes put the kick in on their 40 meter line and Addo Cars won the race to it. It was an incredible uh, foot race. He's needed for himself as well. So uh, very handy points for owners like myself. Uh, junk time, you got to love it. Um, interesting to see what people do going forward. I don't think I can lock Addo Car into my side much longer. He's a very, very tough watch as an owner. He just doesn't get involved. And Cam Munster, 68 points. We mentioned came out of the blocks flying. Uh, unfortunately, went down with that injury. So could have been anything this afternoon for him. But um, unfortunately, that's uh, sometimes how Supercoach works. But you'll absolutely take that 68 if you've captained him. Uh, who else we got? Tino. He played 71 minutes, got HIA'd, but uh, was looking like doing the full 80 at lock there. So he was uh, uh, very much a, a buy for this week if you wanted to take the short-term cash grab. Or even if uh, you like men, you've held him for quite a while. It was a week to play him. So 52 points. I'm not too upset about that. It's probably not good, but uh, it's okay. I'll absolutely take that. Some of the bad here, RFM for Tyler Marinan. 49 points, no tries, or no try, I should say, this week. So he's been uh, barging over left, right, and center over the last couple of weeks, last month or so. But this week he was on the, yeah, unfortunately not going to do that against the Storm. Avarillo, six points, uh, hip injury, and also a terrible missed goal. One of the worst I've seen for quite some time, probably since Kyle Felt missed it from directly in front. Uh, shout out Cowboys a couple of weeks ago, but um, yeah, it was a nasty one. A nasty hip injury as well, so he might shed a bit of cash. Jerome Hughes, when everyone else in the Storm side was flying, he only finished with the 38 including that last-minute um, yeah, kick assist try. So, uh, yeah, it was a, a tough old afternoon for anyone that might be on Pod Hughes. Brandon Smith, 52 with a try assist as well. So he fed a ball to uh, Kenny Bromwich at the line there. 52 is a yeah, not a not a great score, 67 minutes on park there. Uh, people are hoping for similar outputs to Cam Smith and the base work that he kind of gets through. And, yeah, I guess the Storm are just so attacking you. you yeah, you're happy with the one try assist, but um, definitely not as heavily involved as people would have thought. Uh, a lot of energy he, he plays with and that kind of thing. It didn't lend itself here to a lot of uh, base stats. So if you made the move from Cam Smith to B Smith, it's probably not worked out too well here. But uh, you get another week anyway where he can uh, show his wares. So would keep playing him. Uh, yeah, came off for Chris Lewis for about 13 minutes in the back end. So Chrissy Lewis coming off the bench there to sting owners of B Smith. But uh, anyway, Knights 44 defeating the Tigers 4 for a Saturday's second game here. Some of the good we mentioned, Rocker of the Week, Kalen Ponga, 172 points, two tries, two try assists, six goals out of nine, three line breaks, two line break assists. Uh, even got a held up in goal for three points. We've uh, held on to them, held the player up in goal. You get three points for it in Supercoach these days. So even got that just to add a bit of icing to that cake. Luciano Lelua, 82 points, including a try. So again, a lot of people had to hel- hold on to this guy given um, some of the other fires, Matto not playing and all that sort of stuff. If you've held on to him, he just keeps scoring tries for you. 
this. So maybe he's just, I don't know, he's uh, could be a decent pod player if everyone's jumping off and if you've uh, ha- happened to hold on to him. He's, uh, yeah, just scoring. So got to be happy about that. Nofo in the goods here, 58 points in a well-beaten side. Again, as a winger, that's pretty huge. Uh, got a line break and a, a couple of offloads, four busts, um, just doing Nofo things. So fantastic stuff. He's 600K. Um, yeah, if you broke through for a try, that's a, you know, 80-point effort. But uh, 58 points in basically all Nofo base. You're going to absolutely take that. Uh, Mitch Barnett, 68 points. Been a bit of a quiet achiever. 71 minutes here, including a try assist. He had a three-round average of 63 leading into this. So, again, he's been doing his job out there, showing why he was a probably an option, was it, two or three years ago. Yeah, definitely gets through a lot of work when he's out there. But uh, Mitch Barnett, huge pod, but um, doing good things. It's not bad. Uh, scorers, I've got to say. Kurt Mann, given a uh, – he was – Back to 43 this morning. He's back to 51. They've given him a line break assist, but surely he's owed a, a try assist. He fed the ball, a uh, pretty handy ball on the line there for, for one of the night's many tries, and they've given him nothing for it. So I don't own him, but uh, I can feel for any owners out there who were probably screaming at their phones this morning when they opened it up and saw Kurt Mann drop from about 65, 70 odd to 43. Uh, so they've taken off his, his try assist bizarrely because I've seen them given you know, almost every day of the week this these days so uh it wasn't just the the part and parcel pass the ball from the deck and the other player does all the work but um yeah he, he jinked and he ran it's just very surprising call not to see man get given that but surely that gets back on monday updates i think there'll be a uh, bit of an out, out pouring of emotion if that's not the case and finally joey low lewis defense 42 points for him but uh yeah geez he, he gave up probably that many points for the knights on the night Saturday's final game was a, a good one here. Panthers getting the job done. They're going from strength to strength. 28 points over the Raiders, 12. Some of the good here. Nathan Cleary, every week he seems to be in the assist. 85 points. Captaincy option every week, as we mentioned. He's, why not? The the Panthers have a, a very handy run heading into the back end of the year, and it just seems to be everything he's touching is turning to gold at the moment. Radar is on with the kicking boot. Um, yeah, he's, he's heavily involved in everything that they do. Apicorus have 70 points with a try assist in 80 minutes. So again, another, if you've held on to him, it's an absolute um, kissed on the DICK moment because, yeah, that's fantastic stuff for um, for Coro. It looked like he was down and out, that elbow injury, but it was uh, only a week on the sideline and he's come storming back. Try last week, try assist this week. Uh, fan- oh, keep, I'll keep wenning. I'm saying fantastic every, every two minutes, but everything's fantastic this week. 70 points, how good. Uh, Isaiah Yo played 80 minutes was his turn to get an 80 point banking so 63 for him it was uh, yeah handy enough score from him he's definitely going like you've just got to have this guy in your, your center wing if you've tried to play cute at the start of the year and not have him in it's uh, he's just banking too many good scores week to week so Isaiah Yo absolute surprise packet for 2020 but um, great stuff Billy Kickout, 69 little minutes in, yeah, only 65 points, including a try. So he stormed over for, I think it was the first there. Uh, yeah, basically couldn't be stopped and thought he was going to go for a much bigger game than this, but uh, only 65 points. It's a weird old year for Billy. He's getting a few attacking stats here and there, but um, his minutes are all over the shop. Um, you've got him for the upside if you do still own him, and that upside is the try he scored. But, uh, yeah, without it, could be a, a very surprisingly low score for him there. But uh, you'll, you'll take the 65. Josh Mansell bounced back somewhat with a, a 56. So, again, no tries for him, but uh, looking dangerous out there. Still not getting a lot of ball there. His uh, inside man, Stephen Crichton, doesn't like to share. But, uh, yeah, 
Mansour still got a, a decent score, 56, and he hasn't been too bad. He's got a couple of down ones, but uh, everyone's just waiting on him to explode, and it hasn't happened. But uh, surely with this Penrith team and the side he's in, he'll get a, a big game here or there. And Chance Nickel, Chance, Chance Nickel Klockstad, CNK, two tries on his way to 118 points. So it's been a long time since we really talked about CNK in, in Supercoach, and, and he's not been overly relevant this year. Obviously, losing that uh, center wing dual flexibility hurts. But, uh, yeah, he was the star of the show for the Raiders here, scoring both of their tries in the second half there. Couldn't get them over the line, but um, definitely doing some great stuff out there. And John Bateman looked dangerous again, did only get 56. And uh, mind you, this is all before updates. So all these scores I've quoted for the Panthers game, definitely before updates. But um, 56 from Bateman, he uh, looked like he just looks dangerous out there. And I've brought him in this week. I'm not too disappointed with that score. Obviously, you're going to get that now and again from an edge second rower, especially coming up against a pretty good side in Penrith. But uh, 56, I'll take hopefully some updates for Monday morning. And Josh Papali, 64 points in 62 minutes. Um, All I can say basically is look out Broncos. He's got them this week. Um, Yeah, he's finding the line at ease this year. He didn't find it here, but... um, if Mark Nichols is crossing the stripe the way he did, how the hell are they going to hold out Josh Papali? It uh, should be an absolute sight to see. Some of the bad from this game, Fisher-Harris, JFH, 47 points in 54 minutes. So, again, he's been up, a bit up and down. He, uh, yeah, he Playing 70 or 75 minutes last year in this sort of prop rotation, it looked uh, like he could do that again this year. But, again, maybe they're just managing the minutes throughout the pack that the Panthers are. You never really know who's going to play 80 each week, but uh, JFH this week was pretty ineffectual, 47 points only. And then some of the baddie, the Raiders' backline, jeez, Croker 15, Kotrick 17, Curtis Scott 34, and Jordan Rapana 41. Uh, George Williams as well had a try taken off him, ended up with 28. But, um, yeah, some acting from Billy Kickow, big diver in the line there, stopped uh, George Williams getting a, a very much-needed try there, so he looks a bit of a trade-out. But um, that Raiders back line, I know they've got a couple of good games coming up, but, geez, they have not been good this year. Sunday, let's go to it. Titans 30, getting the job done over them. Boys, the Cowboys 30-10. to 10. Uh, Some of the good here, AJ Brimson, 131 points. Um, big step up from his 18 uh, coming back from his back injury against the Roosters last week. So, obviously, the, the difference in uh, quality of opposition is a bit uh, bit much here, but uh, 131 points, fantastic stuff for him. Available at fullback in 5'8". Had a very quiet game last week, but I think you've just got to sort of ignore that. It's a horrible injury he was coming back from. So, I think the fact that he's now had a couple of runs on the park there, tore it up here and looked seamless, like he'd fit in seamlessly into that Titans attacking shape. Uh, got a Pretty good ball from Kevin Proctor to score and, yeah, definitely looked the AJ Brimson of old. So he'll be a very much an interesting uh, interesting play if you're going to move Cam Munster on for a couple of weeks. Um, he had a 75 break even leading into this one. So he's not going to go up hugely in price next week. He'll have this 131, though, floating in his average. So if you're banking on the the, Raider, the Titans, I should say, to turn it on against uh, who they got, the Sharks, Raiders, and Dragons over the next three weeks. Uh, not the toughest, but not the easiest uh, sort of opposition there. But if you're banking on the Titans to continue their decent run of form here, AJ could be a huge pot play heading into the back end of the year the only other good i've got down lolo 75 saved by a late line break um probably should have passed i think the try was on but uh, that could have helped save anyone who's captained him 75 points from a guy you've captained this week is uh fantastic stuff uh, fantastic again i can't stop it uh, it's great stuff for <laughs> given some of the other options we've had so far this year this week some of the bad hamizo 41 including a tri assist htf hammer time it hasn't been hammer time for quite a while he's uh unfortunately just 
the uh, 18, 19 year old body can't quite uh, keep up with the rigors of NRL week to week, unfortunately, and it's hurting his scores here. 41 is not the worst, but if you've had to play him, you'll, you'll take that. Morgan, my big my boy, 41. He's a new dad, 41 points and a try assist, uh, four errors, seven missed tackles and a penalty. Uh, geez, that what's that? About 17, nearly 20 uh, negative points. So not great on his return, Morgo. He couldn't make a tackle to save himself, but at least well above his uh, rival, Anthony Milford's season average of 35 so six points to the better there take that Wilfred uh Cowboys are bad let's uh move on to Sharks final game of the round getting the job well sorry the Eels getting the job done 14 to 12 over the Sharks scrappy old game on soon or stuff um going from the the sunny on Gold Coast to to down here was a bit of a yeah mismatch but um somehow these players uh, I've got them in the good here let's go through Dylan Brown 106 scored a try set one up he was looking the goods in that first half there one of the uh, real shining lights for them so far this year SJ 67 as well a couple of tries this could get another one on updates they've given it to will kennedy but uh, sj was heavily involved in that one so could go uh, relatively largely if they do grant him that one and mitch moses 55 points all these guys banking attacking stats moses five force dropouts so no tries or anything for him but five force dropouts in the wet too uh, basically just kick into the end goal and it's going to stick so uh, well played there by Moses. And Nathan Brown, 69, well in 65 minutes. So Brownie, again, you expected these forwards to get a lot of the grunt work done through the middle there. So he was uh, pretty much the beneficiary of that um, less expansive sort of play for this game here. So 69 points should upgrade nicely. And Toby Rudolph, 58 points from the bench yet again. So I traded him out this week, got uh, John Bateman in, and yeah, it ended up being two points worse off uh, pre-updates. So Toby Rudolph has been absolutely killing it over the last couple of weeks. He's um, been moved to the bench, this weird rotation with Jack Williams. They name him at 13, but put him at the uh, on the bench there. But he's just come on and torn up uh whether it's because he's playing against sort of more tired defenders and, and that sort of thing i'm not sure what but um yeah toby rudolph geez why don't just hang on to him if you if you don't need to trade him out he looks a very safe play if you're desperate for an 18th or uh last reserve i guess in this case it was uh the case this week and geez there's a lot of injuries floating around so having a guy like toby rudolph on your side there could be handy in the back end some of the bad here, Mike Asiva, 36, including two line breaks. Started the game, I think he was on 15 points in about two minutes. Did not go very far after that. So obviously the wingers aren't getting a lot of ball in a game like this. But uh, look at some of the other back line. Wong and Blake, 12 points. Will Kennedy, 26, got a try assist, but uh, could go to SJ, as we mentioned. And Sione Katoa, 25 points, playing on the left edge. So he's uh, obviously killed it on the right edge so far. They've shifted him back over there for Mulatalo's return. And, uh, yeah, unfortunately just hasn't uh, boded well for his super coach score there. So 25 points in the wet, not a great outing for him. And Andrew Davey, finally, 16 points. He's in the bad here. He was a cheapie that a lot of people jumped on last or a week or two ago, and he's just not. He wasn't a play. He's uh, been on... Yeah, pretty stacked Parramatta side here. There's a lot of forwards there. He's, he's not going to get a lot of minutes. And uh, if he does manage to get on the park, it's not going to be for that long. So uh, unfortunately, he might be shedding a bit of cash if he doesn't get a starting spot soon enough. And with Matto coming back, fingers crossed, next week, that could uh, spell the end of his time on the park even to begin with. Anyway, that brings us to the end of round 13. It was a, a tough one to watch for me personally. The Cowboys not getting the job done, but uh, we move on. Uh, decent week on the Supercoach front for me. So onwards and upwards, we're heading into the back end, the money end of the year. It'll be a, another massive trade week. We've got Cam Munster's injury, Harry Grant gone now, uh, best gone, all these players down and out. It's uh, who are we filling our side with in the back end. I'm loving it. It's really opening the comp up. So 
fingers crossed you can make the right move going forward. But uh, we'll be here on Tuesday night to go through it all with you. From JT here, it's a big yee for Sunday night. Give your love to a cowboy man.